0: Welcome to Sunday Worship at St. Matthew's Baptist Church, led by our senior pastor of over 34 years, Dr. Raymond M. Gordon Sr. Our worship service is made up of three facets, information, invocation, and inspiration. Information consists of pertinent topics that Pastor Gordon would like to share with you to engage and edify. Invocation consists of prayer and preparation for worship inspiration consists of our praise to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and pastor's delivery of the word. so that they may say what must i do to be saved hallelujah continue, lord continue to protect us and keep us lord and we'll be so ever careful to give you all the praise glory and honor it's in jesus name we pray amen 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 he's good amen, amen. how many of you know we serve an awesome god this morning awesome god amen hallelujah hallelujah my god is awesome Is awesome. My God is
1: awesome
0: today, I am, today I am forgiven His grace is why I'm His living
1: grace is
0: why I'm oh come on and praise His name sick at home. My God is awesome. Awesome! Awesome! Mm. I tell you, when those lyrics become real to you through experience, keep me in the valley, hide me from the rain, heals me when I'm broken, strength where I'm weakened. How many of y'all know we weak? Sometimes we think we're strong, but let the, let those storms come, and in the end, you'll be saying nobody but Jesus. Only Jesus can touch, heal, and deliver. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. Only Jesus, only Jesus is worthy of all the glory and honor and praise. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. He's a keeper. He's a keeper. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory to our king, the lamb who was slain for our being. Hallelujah. We sing glory to the king. Amen.
2: Sunday morning, first day of the week, the day Jesus resurrected, we come to praise his holy and everlasting name, and we come to confess that he's king of kings, he's lord of lords, he's the potentate of paradise, he's the alpha, and he's the omega, he's the beginning and he's the ending. He started it and he's going to end it. He's king. He's Lord. He's liberator. He's
1: lamb. He's ladder. Hallelujah. To the
2: name of Jesus. There's no other name whereby we must be saved. But the name of Jesus. And every knee shall bow. And every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord, to the glory of Almighty God. Father, we invite you into our presence, that you would lead God and direct us, that, Lord God, you would forgive us of our sins and bless every family under the sound of my voice, that you will overwhelm us with your peace, your presence, and your power. Lord God, touch the choir that they may sing the songs of Zion. Touch the ushers that they may usher with love and simplicity. The deacons, the ministers, we pray as servants that we will all exalt you and magnify you and glorify you and thank you for your goodness, your mercy, and your grace. In Jesus' name, amen. Remain standing for the scriptures and then prayer by Dan Spencer. Our
3: scripture, our first scripture this morning is John 17, verse 1 through 5. That's St. John 17, verse 1. Through five. If you have it, say amen. Amen. These words spoke Jesus and lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour is come. Glorify thy son, that the Son also may glorify thee. As thou hast given him power over all flesh, that he should give eternal life to as many as thou hast given him. And this is life eternal, that they might know the only true God yeah. and Jesus Christ whom thou hast sent. I have glorified thee on the earth. I have finished the work which thou gaveth me to do. And now, O Father, glorify thou me with thine own self, with the glory which I had with thee before the world was. Yeah. Next scripture.
4: Our second scripture is found in Romans, the 16th chapter, verses 1 through 5. Romans 16, 1 through 5. I commend unto you Phoebe, our sister, which is a servant of the church which is in, which is at Chetria, that you receive her in the Lord, as becometh saints, and that ye assist her in whatsoever business she hath need of you, for she hath been a succour of many, and of myself also. Greet Priscilla and Aquila, my helpers in Christ Jesus, who have for my life laid down their own necks, unto whom not only I give thanks, but also all the churches of the Gentiles, Likewise, greet the church that is in their house. Salute my well-beloved epitomus, who is the firstfruits of a cheer unto Christ. May the Lord continue to bless those who richly apply the word to their lives. Amen.
5: Good morning, St. Matthews. Let us go before the Lord. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and to his courts of praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name, for the Lord is good. Father, we come before you this morning thanking you, Lord, for who you are. We thank you, Lord, for all that you've done for us, how far you've brought us, Lord. We thank you for those that are present this morning. Lord, we come before you just asking you, Lord, just open our ears and open our eyes to the gospel this morning. We pray for pastor as he comes before you, Lord, to bring the word, to break the bread of life, Lord. Open our eyes. Help us to hear. And for those that need to be saved, Lord, let them give their life to you this morning. We pray, Lord, for all those involved in the service, musicians, the ushers, the minister, everyone, Lord. We pray that we would be on one accord. Charge our hearts. Change our hearts this morning. And Lord, we just thank you and we'll be careful to give you the honor, the glory, and the praise. It's in your name that we pray. Amen.
0: In St. Matthew's, how many of you know there's no god like Hallelujah. Jehovah this morning? Hallelujah! Here we go! Oh, oh, oh,
1: oh, 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 Everybody oh, oh,
2: give our choir a hand clap. Come on now. Awesome. Awesome. Praise the matchless, miraculous, exalted name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, I don't know what you've come to do, but I've come to lift up the name of Jesus. We greet you. This morning, in the precious, miraculous, exalted name of the Lord Jesus. Truly, God is an awesome God. And today, we celebrate the Lord's Supper after the sermon. I want to thank God for all of you, praying for you and your families. And we just thank God for unity in Christ. Amen. And uh, to have unity, you you have to swallow some personal stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Can I get a witness? Yeah, that's another sermon. Uh, praise the name of Jesus, and uh, God is a mighty, 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 mighty good and awesome God. Now, last week, you know, this series on faithfulness is just getting deeper and deeper, and I dealt with guidance, then guarding. We got to guard our hearts. And I talked about, listen to Pastor, I talked about people in a vicious cycle. I used to be in a vicious cycle. That vicious cycle is that you refuse the Lord's wisdom. You refuse the Lord's knowledge and understanding, and you want to do your own thing. But you keep crashing. Keep making the same mistakes. And uh, there's no difference in your outcome. God wants you to cry out for his wisdom. Wisdom, knowledge, and understanding is personified from the book of Proverbs. Yeah, all the way into the New Testament. Paul said to the church at Colossae, he said, my prayer for you is that you will be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. And that's what you ought to be praying for your kids and grandkids. Not that they would go to college and get a degree. That's, that's important too. Not that they would have a lot of money and fame and fortune, but that they would be filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Can I get a witness? Praise the name of Jesus. And uh, uh, you need to leave those three things in your will before they spend the money up. That you're giving them some kind of instruction because a fool and his money will soon depart. Can I get a witness? Yeah. And uh, we thank the Lord again from whom all blessings flow. I am going to challenge all of you, if you can, to give more as we, this inclement weather has really, uh, you know, um, moved a lot of things, and, uh, but we are in a great place. We serve a great God, and he owns everything. The earth is the Lord's, and the fullness thereof, and all that dwells therein, bless the Lord. and Don't let social media in this world influence you to the point that you put aside God's word. God's word is true and every man is a liar. Can I get a witness? So we, we thank God for you on this sunny, brisk day and uh, we're in February. I think it's the 20th. The Lord is so good and the Lord knows what he's doing. Pray for that episode over there and, uh, with Russia and Ukraine Ukraine, pray, pray for that. Uh, and uh, we just pray, pray for our president that he would make the right decisions. And uh, we just, uh, you know, keep going and keep trusting God. Amen? Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not to thine own understanding. Turn to your neighbor and say, don't trust yourself. And don't trust nobody else trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Guard your hearts with all diligence for out of it flows the issues of life. Amen? Praise the name of Jesus. Now it's offering time and God loves a cheerful giver. You can't be God giving no matter how you travel, taking the one offering Give as Lord has blessed you, and our great choir will come church. Amen.
1: Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We're gonna profess our love for Him today. Amen. How many of you love the Lord? Put your hands together and give God some praise.
2: Are great. Yes. Praise Jesus. Thank you, guys. Kim, you almost sing as good as me. God bless you. <laughs> Praise Jesus. We are so gratified. Don't get jealous. Jealousy is a sin. The Lord is good. <laughs> Amen. Come on, with the Praise the matchless name of Jesus. My soul is stirred up. Let's yeah. stand for All things come of thee, O oh Lord.
1: All things come on.
2: Choir, praise Praise you. Are you grateful this morning? Are you grateful this morning? Are you grateful this morning? Then, hold it. Then act like it. Live like it. Think like it. Hallelujah. Father, thank you. For the awesome ministry of music, our choir, our musicians, thank you for this Lord's Day. Now crucify our flesh and God glorify yourself. Convict, convince, if need be convert. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Praise the Lord. Let's get the Lord a hand clap. <laughs> Best choir in the world. Hallelujah. Thank God from whom all blessings flow. I want you to pray for your pastor. The Lord is good, and his mercy endureth forever. This morning, we move from guidance to guarding. Granning and our theme is faithfulness. When we are faithful to God, God is faithful to us. Favor for favor. Faithfulness. Is one's commitment, continuance, and completeness towards a calling in Jesus Christ. Faithfulness inevitably will be tested by conflict. And Will be tested by uh, emotions that are selfish and out of whack. Will be tested by even confusion. Faithfulness is not a feeling, it's a fortitude towards fruit-bearing, forgiving one another. Yeah. And um, moving towards God's will. To be faithful, your mind has to be made up. That nothing or no one will interfere with my faithfulness for God. And see, the reason we can't be faithful to one another because we're not faithful to God. Once you're faithful to God, you can give and forgive and pray for those who despitefully Try to use you. Focal point is Jesus. I don't pastor for Saint Matthew's. I pastor for the Lord. You need to know that. That. Uh, uh, and in pastoring for the Lord, I I gotta have integrity, and I gotta have instruction out of the Word. I gotta have a vision according to the Word, so forth, so on, and. Um, I got to lead by example. Yeah, my home's got to be right. Children got to be right. Money got to be right. Lord, have mercy. And when we look at this thing called faithfulness, we are faithful to a person, the Lord Jesus Christ. And listen, we're faithful in our service towards his work. Now, let me stop pausing. Being an usher is not just a position that you put on a white uniform and you stand at the door. You are, I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than to dwell in tents of wickedness. Yeah. You're on the choir, you're singing for Jesus. Yeah. You're in the pulpit. You are serving, diagonal, same Greek word as deacon, you are serving the Lord's word. we had to serve, but you can't serve the Lord when you're trying to serve yourself. There is a service, there is, Lord have mercy, a surrender, there's a submission to his will. And that's that's what faithfulness is all about. Moses was faithful in all his house. Joshua was faithful. Abraham was faithful. David was faithful. It goes on and on and on. Faithfulness is costly. Yeah, because you've got to deny yourself. Take up your cross and follow him. And the reason you can't follow others because you can't follow him. Yeah, that's another story. Hmm. Faithfulness. As we are faithful to him, in time, he's faithful to us. I tell my kids all the time, they're grown, they're on their own, they, they got their own places and all that stuff. God bless them. Man. But I told them, I said, you guys are being blessed because your mother and my hand is at the plow. As we are faithful, you being blessed. Lord, have mercy. As my grandmother and mother was faithful, I was blessed. Do I have a witness? You, you might think it's a joke. It's no joke. We passed down that those blessings of faithfulness yes. to our children and grandchildren, yes. Lord, have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. And child of God, when we look at uh, this, this I'm, I'm in Revelation chapter three, and I'm going to do this as expositiously as possible. Revelation around three seven to three thirteen, Revelation chapter three, the church at Philadelphia. And let me stop pausing part because this is one of my favorite books. It's the New Testament book of prophecy of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. And the theme is 1 9, chapter 1, verse 9 He who was, He who is, and He who is to come, the Almighty. John the Apostle was caught up to the third heaven. And in chapter one, John, through the mediation of angels, was asked to write what he saw. And as John is obeying these angels, he hears a voice of thunder behind him. And when he turns around, he sees the glorified. Jesus Christ with diadems on his head a glistening white robe hair like wool eyes of fire feet like burnt brass and he is standing among seven candlesticks which are the seven churches of Asia Minor and in his hand or seven stars, the seven pastors of the seven churches. And as John beholds the Lord Jesus in all of his glory, the fire in his eyes, his judgment, that Jesus begins in chapters 2 and 3 to speak to the seven churches of Asia Minor, which are representative of all churches of all times. And each church has a different attitude. Jesus gives counsel to their works. He suggests correction towards their wickedness. And he gives, amen, consent for them to repent. He the half an ear, let them hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. Now, the difficulty of a lot of symbols and imagery here, but the difficulty is that uh, he's, he deals with these seven churches, and each of them represent a different age in human history. The church at Ephesus was the loveless church who left their first love. Somewhere around 60 AD, uh, they, people grew cold to the message of the gospel. You can be in church all your life and not be here for the right reasons. Do I have a witness? And then and, and that's why judgment is gonna begin in the house of God. That um, that church at Ephesus, uh, then the church of Smyrna, which is probably sixty AD to a hundred, and that was the suffering church. There was nothing bad said about Smyrna, Antipas, the Martyr was killed, and they suffered. It was a suffering church, they suffered for Jesus Christ. Yeah. And then Pergamos, which means marriage, they were married to the world. Somewhere around 500 AD, Constantine in Rome said, If we can't beat them, let's join them. And the church became a state church. And then Thyatira, which is a decked-out church where Jezebel, the doctrine of Jezebel, ruled wicked. And then after Thyatira was Sardis, the dead church, they thought they was alive, but they was dead. And then Philadelphia, the brotherly love church, which is probably 1700s into 1800s, the Enlightenment period when people like D.L. Moody and John Wanamaker, Walt Whitman, and other major Christians uh, restored, amen, uh, the Lordship of Jesus Christ, praised his name, won millions to Christ, and many, many other evangelists during that period of time. And then the last church is Laodicea, 1900 to the present time, which is the fallen church, the church of people's rights, where God's word means nothing. And there's a falling away. This Church of Philadelphia is interesting. I, I I love it. Smyrna and Philadelphia were the two churches that Jesus didn't have anything bad to say about. He says to Church of Philadelphia, to the listen, he says, two the pastor of the church at Philadelphia, I know your works. Let me stop pausing apart. Jesus knows our works. God is everywhere at the same time. Little boy was in church and the preacher was preaching and said, God's everywhere. Little boy said, I hope he's not in my donuts." Chapter 3, Church of Philadelphia, Jesus describes himself as the Holy One, Haggaios, the Holy One, the true one. And he says, I know your works, you're little in strength, but you have not denied my name. When I came here, and I'm going on 35 years, I wouldn't allow people to use the word God. Anybody in ministry, in the pulpit, now don't use God, use the Lord Jesus Christ. God has been maneuvered and manipulated. To the Muslims, their God is a God. To the Hindus, their God is a God. To Buddha, their God is a God. Confucius, their God is God. No, no, there's only one name All right. All right. given under heaven whereby we must be saved, and that's the name of Jesus. And Jesus is God, God the Son and the Son of God. And and so uh, as he's talking to this church of Philadelphia, a, lo- a church of brotherly love, Brotherly love, phileo, friendship. Acapeo love, a love of service, sacrifice, submission. Your greatness is predicated on how low you can get for somebody else. That's your greatness. How low you can get to serve. Somebody else. And, and and listen, this church of Philadelphia is so unique because there are three things that the Lord is dealing with, and I'm gonna move through them as expeditiously as possible. First we see a door of opportunity. That is, the word opportunity, charis in the Greek, means that there is a specific season in time that God's going to open up opportunities for those that are faithful to him. As you are faithful to God, and as I'm faithful to God. Now, a lot of us are faithful to ourselves. We're faithful about, about making money. We're faithful about being great. We're faithful about running other people's lives down. We're faithful about a bunch of confusion. But when you're faithful to God in your service, surrender, and submission, God returns a favor for a favor. He talks about this door of opportunity. Here's what God is saying. At some point in the Greek, at certain seasons, I'm going to open up opportunities for you and your family. A door that no man can open and a door that no man can close. Opportunity. I think about all the opportunities that the Lord has bestowed upon me and my family and I wasn't worthy of them. That's what grace is all about. I wasn't worthy of them. I didn't do nothing to earn them, but in all of my fleshly makeup, in all of my sin, in all of my, yeah, bruises and fractures, failures, God said, boy, because you have been faithful to my cause, you you weren't political. You you were just downright faithful to my cause. And I'm going to choose a season that I will open up opportunities for you and your family. I'm going to turn struggle into strength, problems into peace. Ah! Why? Because you've been faithful to me, to my name, to my purpose, to my program. You've been, you've been, you've been faithful. And see, everybody in church is not faithful. You, you need to understand, folks. Everything got to meet their temperature before they can even serve. Don't get me started. Right now, there's people sitting at home could be here and they don't have an argument, and I love them. I pray for them, I, I love them. Sister White said, I love everybody. <laughs> but they have no argument. Well, I don't want to this, I'm a crime, this pandemic, I I don't want to be around too many people. Well, you, you're around them. Can I talk to your car? Can I ask your car, have you not been started since this pandemic? Can I talk to your clothes store, to the supermarket? Can I talk to the casinos, to your vacation package? Oh, you've been out. You just choose not to be out for Jesus. Somebody needs to preach it. Lord have mercy. He opens up a door, Lord have mercy, of opportunity. When my kids was uh, going off for jobs in their respective areas, Dad prayed for me. I got an interview, and I would just pray nothing, you know, special. Just pray, Lord, bless them. And I watch favor
3: just
2: shower down. If one of them got sick, if I got sick, I watch favor fall. Oh, this thing is deep. There is no coincidence in this. God returns a favor for a favor. God knows it costs you something. It costs you conflict. It costs you confusion. It costs you your comfort zone. Pastors preaching up in this place. But see, when you're faithful, if thou be faithful over a few things, I'll make you ruler over men. And I can tell you something right now, my best blessing didn't even arrive yet. Oh, you know it you'll know it when it arrives. My best blessing didn't arrive yet, because my God is faithful. Ah, He's faithful to keep you from falling. Any faithful? He was faithful to your mother and your grandmother, your father and your grandmother. He was faithful. I know, I know, I know, during Black History Month, we complain about not being recognized as the family. Can you imagine what they went through? And yet they were still committed? It's deep. Faithful. Everybody in my house went to church. Before we even knew why we were going. We were no sneakers untied and your drawers showing and all that. We, we had suits on. They believed what was handed down to them: that when you put the Lord first, yeah. Yeah. He comes back.) And he blesses you, do I have a witness? your ability to love, to give, to forgive? all that is part of faithfulness. Well, i don't like what she said to me, and if i wouldn't say it, I'd smack in the face, but since'm I'm, since i'm born again i 'm just going to turn the other cheek and praise the name of Jesus, and let the Lord deal with it, and he will. God doesn't pay all his bills in uh, August. He don't settle all accounts in August. Can I get a Fret not thyself because of evil doers. Everybody in Washington, D.C. gonna get theirs. Neither be envious against the workers of iniquity, for they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green earth a door of opportunity. When we had all these revivalists come through here uh, every year, and um, two of the revivalists that came through was in my study and said, Gordon said, "I, I, I can't figure out why God favors you. And he don't favor me this way. I said, what are you talking about? He said, look at this place. He said, that's favor. I said, Jesus, we start laughing. But uh, we are highly favored. See, when you've been faithful, you don't have to keep praying the same prayer 40 times a day. When, you, when you've been faithful, God going to make a way out of nowhere. Do I have a witness? When, you, when you've been faithful, I'm not talking about you guys that work for money. Yeah, yeah I'm going to go ahead. And a workman's worthy of his hire. Well, I'm at church every Sunday when you getting paid. Oh, I'm gonna preach. Faithful, a door of opportunity. There's gonna come a season and a specific time when you and I need the Lord to step in. Could be on your sick bed. Could be your grandchildren. Could be your children. And when God, as the old folk used to say to ourselves, opens up the books and looks at your track record, your faithfulness will open up a door of opportunity. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Well, secondly, not only a door of opportunity, but God will overcome in your life ah, the oppression and overt attack of the enemy. Now now right there in this text of Philadelphia, he's talking about the synagogue of Satan. Satan has no power over you. Even, Even as a believer, he ain't got no power over you. Satan can't possess you if if you're saved. If you, if you're saved, there was a there was a well-known pastor in West Philadelphia, Pastor Taylor, and I told us years ago they was at a church on a Friday night, and uh, you know they believed in casting out demons. And uh, so he got up in the pulpit and said, "All right," he said, "this girl she had some kind of." I don't know, some kind of mental disability, and they thought, somebody thought she was possessed. And he brought the girl forward, and he said, well, we're going to cast this demon out and uh, in the name of Jesus, and if you're not saved, this demon come out of her and go into you. <laughs> Folks start getting up. <laughs> Folks start running towards the door. Whole deacon boy left. Ministers coming out of the pulpit. I said, what kind of mess is that? No weapon that's formed against you shall prosper. And you better believe Satan is plotting your fall. Satan has a whole war room. And your name is on his chart. Satan is plotting and planning for you to fail. But when God favors you, no weapon. No weapon. You you can't touch Job's life. Ah, thank you, Jesus. No weapon. no. I, I don't know what that means to you. No weapon. And when I look back on my life, there was a lot of weapons aimed at me. A lot of times I could have fell into oblivion. A lot of times I was on my way to trouble. Do I have a witness? A lot of times I was simple. Yeah, had no sense, common sense. Was doing things stupid. And God could have turned his back and let me fall. But God, who's rich in mercy, Thank you, Lord. But, but God, you know, and at the time that God is giving you a whooping, it's hard for us to thank Him. Isn't that right? But afterwards, Hebrews 5, a- afterwards, uh, we look back and we thank God because it was for our profit. How many of y'all know what I'm talking about? Man, my mother grabbed that belt, that iron cord, that broomstick, whatever was in her hands. I don't ever remember saying, thank you, mommy. Thank you for the whipping. But afterwards, I realized that it was for my profit. Do I have a witness? That, that is, he, he opens up this door that opposition of Satan can't touch you. Can't touch your kids. Now they might get simple a while, but they're coming back. Do I have a witness? Yeah. I, I was talking I was talking to my little daughter the other day and she's I guess she'll be 27, 28, whatever. I, I barely remember my birthday. And I and I started to open my mouth about certain things and I said, She's a she's a grown woman. Let me pull back. And and my my preaching came back. When you can't talk to the person about Jesus, talk to Jesus about the person. Lord, you know they hard-headed and simple. I pray that you would break through and give him wisdom. and she wouldn't do anything simple, but it's, it's just my fears. Y'all, y'all know what I'm talking about. Been there and done that. Isn't that right? And, 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 and so, God tells Satan to sit down. He will not allow the oppression of the enemy to take you out. The synagogue of Satan. Mm. As Satan has plotted and planned, you'll fall. Yeah. He's working overtime to get you frustrated with your prayers. Tired of trusting. Tired of coming to church. Tired of reading your Bible. And God comes along in his faithfulness and he renews our strength. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I can't count the ways Satan has come after me. Can't count them. And he'll use anybody that's not saved or yielded can't count them. Mm. If it had not been for the Lord who was on my side, where would I be? And that's why we can't get self-righteous with people. You know, how am I going to come down on a prostitute when I ran with prostitutes? Oh, y'all want to hear this one. How, how am I, how am I going to criticize you for misspending your money when I blew Lowe's money? How, how can I get on you about getting high when I got high? See, the boomerang is, Romans chapter 2, God told the Jew, you do the same thing as the Gentiles. Then chapter 3, everybody's under sin. Can I get a witness? That that is, be careful that you don't get so high-minded that you can't understand those who are low-minded. Do I have a witness? But for the grace of God. There goes I. My God. I was 13 years old in South Philly and a little corner store. Nobody liked the owner, but he had some goodies in there. So we we plotted and planned and said when the store get crowded, one of y'all stand next to the soda machine, let's form a line and just take the sodas and switch them right on out the door. Now, I'm not proud of this, but We had a whole case of sodas outside. (laughs) My God. Mm. Whole case of sodas. And uh, he said, I know you was with them. I said, I wasn't with them. I wasn't with with them. Just lying. All that was grace. It was grace. Grace is love we don't deserve. I know some of y'all looking up at me, I ain't never did all that stuff. No, your sins were secret. Mine was out in the open, your stuff was secret. Pride. See, sin falls in three categories. Are you spiritual, social, yeah, and sexual? Yeah, I thought I'd throw that in there. So the spiritual stuff is pride, thinking you better than everybody else. And you know, you're the best citizen that ever lived. And no bones in the closet and never doubted God, always praying to God. You know, that's your view of yourself. Then there's social sins. We can't get along with people. And I told you last Sunday, I don't want to repeat it. And some people are just full of hell. They bring hell to church. Yeah, they bring hell to church. And and, and and they leave, they go back to the same hell. Yeah. The peace of God. Peace is the barometer as to whether you're really in the will of God or not. My peace I give unto you, not as the word of God. When you have peace of mind, peace of heart, you are walking with God. You're walking. I said, you're walking with Almighty God. Mm. A door of opportunity, a door which overviews opposition. By the way, the word opposition in the Greek is antithesis, the opposite of. Antithesis. Antithesis, the opposite of. But finally, there's an open door of freedom. Church of Philadelphia, because you've been faithful to me, I'll be faithful to you. I'll open up opportunities. I won't allow oppositions to take you down and I will open doors that you can't open. Doors of power. Doors of privilege. Doors! Lord have mercy. That's able to furnish you with peace. I'll give you doors. Thank you, Jesus. I, I want to I wanna, I wanna die and get to heaven and hear, well done. My good, you're only good because of grace, and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things. I'll make you ruler over many. A favor for a favor. A favor for a favor. It's almost like God is saying, will you do me a favor? Be faithful to my word, my will, my worship, my way. Be be faithful. Don't allow what you're doing in service to become a monotonous project. You can tell the people that are working for the Lord because they always got that bounce. Do I have a witness? They They got that bounce. You hear people say, well, I'm I'm just tired. I need to take a break. Because you ain't doing it in his name. You're doing it in your flesh. When you are serving Jesus, submitting to Jesus, surrender to Jesus, God gives you a strength in the midst of your struggles. I feel like throwing a towel in, but I am persuaded. That neither death, nor life, nor principality, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor any other thing shall be able to separate me from the love of God that's in Christ Jesus. I fought a good fight. I finished faithfulness, my course. I kept the faith. Now there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness. Do I have a witness? I dare you to do a favor for a favor. I dare you to be faithful to God. In spite of your feelings, your fractures, your failures, I dare you to be faithful. In the name of Jesus. I dare you to let God give you a, a new opportunity, a season of blessings, where he overcomes all opposition. Can I get a witness? I dare you to let God open up a door that no man can close and no man can open. I dare you to trust him with all of your heart and lean not to your own. Yeah, understanding. I told you some time ago. I'm gonna get out too late. There was a there, there was a boy who went to school and this bully kept messing with him, kept pushing him, kept hitting him. The boy came home and his bigger brother said, what's wrong with you? And he said, nothing, I'm okay. He said, no, you're not. And finally the boy said, there's a bully at school who keeps messing with me. So the old brother said, well, I tell you what, go to his house and knock on the door. And the boy was a little ruddy boy. He was short. uh, Knock on the door and tell him I'm not taking it no more. I'm not gonna let you push me no more. And the little boy got scared, but he went to the bully's house and knocked on the door. And the bully said, What you want? He said, I'm not going to take it any longer. And the bully went to say something, and and the bully looked beyond the little boy and saw the big brother in the background. And the bully shut the door. And the little boy scratched his head and said, I can't understand why he didn't do anything. And the big brother said, because I was standing behind you. Do I have a witness? And all that you're going through, all that you've been through, you got a big brother named Jesus. And he's in the background. Satan will not... Dare come near you, Satan will not harm you, Satan will not try to fight you because he's worthy. Do I have a witness? He's worthy. Turn to your neighbor and say, Neighbor, I got a big brother who will defend my way, I've got a big brother
0: who will step into opposition, I've got a big brother.
2: Who will open up doors that no man can close and close doors that no man can open? Say yeah! Say yeah! Say yeah! Faithfulness. You'll get a favor if you do a favor. Faithfulness. Church of Philadelphia? You've been faithful. You've been faithful. Let's stay on our feet. As every head is bowery, eyes closed. If you're here this morning and you need to be saved, don't play with this. I confronted every member of my family on their deathbed. And some led to Christ. If you're not saved or you, you're not sure if you're saved, just raise your hand. We want to help you out. Is there one? Jesus is the son of God. God the son who died for your sins. He shed his blood on Calvary's cross. And if you have faith in the finished work of Christ, ask him to come into your life. You will be saved. Is there one? Are you want to join church and Christian experience? Is there one? We'd love to have you. We love to have you. You may be seated. We're now transitioning to the Lord's Supper. Do not partake if you're not saved. You'll only be eating and drinking more damnation to your soul. On the night in which he was betrayed, first Corinthians eleven, he took bread and broke it and said, Take ye, this is my body. Now wait a minute, listen up, listen up, listen up. Nobody's worthy. All of us are sinners, saved by grace. But it's doing this in an unworthily, ever manner that'll get you in trouble. He said, take, eat. This is my body that has been broken for you. Take, eat. He broke the bread. He passed it around and said, Diggy, this is my body. Recognition of who he is. And then on the third passing of the cup, he took the cup, chalice, and said, drink ye all of it, wine. This is the redemption, the blood of the New Testament. Without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sin. And then Jesus said, This do in remembrance of me. And as often as you do this, you proclaim my return to the day I come back. His request to break bread, eat it, his body. He died for you. His redemption is that the shed blood of Jesus washes away all my sins. And his return, he's coming back. And as often as we practice this, not unworthily, not thinking about something else, but concentrating on his death, burial, and resurrection, discerning His death, burial, and resurrection. We do show reverence until he returns. So, as we thank you, brother, thank you. As we take the wafer out, the wafer is symbolic of his body. Let's all partake of the wafer together. This is my body that has been broken for you. And then let's follow it with the grape juice, which is symbolic of his blood. Without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sin. Bless his name. Let's stay on our feet. 1024, we're in good time. Stay on his feet. Stand on your feet. Turn to your neighbor and say, if you're faithful to God, faithful to God. he'll be faithful to you. Faithful to you. A favor faithful. for a favor. Faithful. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for the church of Philadelphia. Thank you, Lord God, for our church, our choirs, our ushers, our leaders. Help us to remain faithful in spite of the testing, the conflict. Lord God, the low ebbs, in spite of our failures and fractures, help us to be faithful. And we'll be so careful to give your name the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. You are dismissed. Be faithful. See you next Sunday.
0: Did you know you can give using your smartphone? The method is simple, safe, and speedy. To give using this method, search for the SMBC app in your iOS or Google Play Store and download. Then launch the app and click on the Give button. Or feel free to give through our website, Go to
5: www.stmatthewssbc.org, click donation, and fill out the St. Matthew's Secure Contribution and Payment Form.
1: mm